Born in Sarawak, she is the pride of Malaysia and a name to beat in any diving competition globally. She is the first female to win a medal for Malaysia at the Olympics. It was a bronze at London 2012 before doing one better by winning a silver at the Rio Games in 2016. Although she trains to fall from incredible heights, 
but Sporting Korea has seen a meteoric rise soaring above all expectations. In this episode, Catholics at Home speaks with a true Malaysian sporting icon. This is Diving in Faith with Pandalela Rinong. Good morning. My name is Kachang Kevin, and today we have a very special guest for our live show today. Uh, joining me is my co-host, Mark Darren Lee. Hi, Mark. Hey, hi, Kevin. Hey, Mark. Are you excited as I am? Yes, I'm very. I mean, I'm very excited to, to actually have a Pandalela here on the show. I mean, it's something uh, one of the first. I mean, for uh, for us here to have a a sports person. Yep, especially the Olympic medalist, the first female to actually uh, win the Olympic medal to be on our show. It's excellent. Yeah, and, and speaking about first, you know, uh, I, I don't know about you, I've not uh, uh, seen interviews with Panalela talking about her faith journey and all that, so uh, probably this is a good time, right? Yes, I think it's an excellent time, and actually we are actually very blessed and, and proud to have her, I mean, as a Catholic and especially uh, representing the faith in, in whatever she does. So thank you so much to Panalela for being on the show. Fantastic. I if you're watching this, you know, I just, if you're excited as how Mark and I am, you know, why don't you just, uh, just type Layla in the comment section, right? If you're watching this and you're excited, I want you to type Layla in the comments. You know what? If, if you just logged on, you know, why don't you share this post, share this post with your friends, you know, share them on Facebook. We're also on uh, YouTube, right, Mark? Yes. Uh, so basically there's the share function on Facebook, YouTube, click the share function share it with people on WhatsApp, share it with people on, on your Facebook, or even maybe, Kevin, maybe they could do a live party, a watch party. Yeah, so that's a, watch party, that's a yeah, yeah. Yeah, so imagine if we got 100 old people watching it now, if you click the watch watch button, watch now, watch party button, wow, you're able to share this, uh, I think, an exclusive uh, uh, and one first, first of its kind, you know what I mean, for, for us Catholics here. Yeah, it is exclusive and, you know, we're just getting started. So there's plenty of time for your friends to join in on your Facebook page or YouTube channel. So, you know, like Mark said, just share it now. Do a watch party, a live party or whatever. We'll give you time to set that up, all right? In the meantime, continuing with the introductions, uh, I would like to welcome Father Clarence Devadas to join the conversation. Good morning, Father. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, Father. Very good, very good. Um, I, I, are so you we have, have, we, have we, we have an Olympian in, in our midst this morning. All right, exactly an Olympian, you know, who's actually won that that real Olympic medal. You know, I used to buy those chocolates, <laughs> quoted, <laughs> quoted like a like a like a medal, and you know, buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But gold, our guest today has gold actually beaten the real Olympic medal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I'm, I'm excited to 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 speak to her, uh, to meet to meet her. Never met really and. And an Olympic medalist before. I don't think so. I've ever met one personally. Well, at least now virtually, I can say I've met one. Virtually. Yeah. All right. So I, I guess uh, why are we wasting any more time? Let's bring her on. Our special guest today is Pandalela Renong. Hello. Hi, everyone. It's nice to Hi, meet you. Hi, Leila. How are Hi. you? Good. I, I, I'm going to try this, Leila. Okay, I'm going to try this. Okay. Slamat Brupagi. Ane Aga Amu. Oh, <laughs> that's Vidayu. <laughs> what what did I say? <laughs> uh, you said good morning and what, how are you, right? Ah, okay. So <laughs> it did work. It did work. <laughs> how about this? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what is that? Hi, Leila. Onikaba Mu? Is that uh, right? Yeah. It's also uh, saying how, how are you. All right. Yeah. Okay, okay. The one that so, you talk, of, the one that you hmm? said is another slang of pidayu. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, uh, I'm I'm quite I'm quite cultural, so you know I know a few slangs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, be- before we be- begin talking about your life journey and the faith, you know, Leila, just tell us how you've been doing during this movement control order, or what have you been doing? Uh, I've been stuck at home and just <laughs> doing uh whatever I can, and also try to stay healthy at the same time and stay fit. How does that work yeah. out? I mean, how do, how do you stay fit during the MCO? I mean, we're all struggling with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, my coach will just give me a weekly program that I have to do. And yeah, I just follow the program uh, with this uh, and try to adjust according to the limited space. Ah, mm. so you don't do it on Zoom? I see a lot of uh, people today, they are working out using Zoom and all the, where the coaches will look through Zoom to actually uh, advise you and stuff like that and motivate I, you. Yeah, he used uh, he used WeChat video call, but he wow. just, because uh, you cannot uh, video call for too long, especially like, uh, for me, I have this internet connection problem during this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Everybody has that. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. Then I'm not the only one. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, you know, before we continue the conversation, let me just remind the viewers. Uh, a lot of people just joining in. You know, we reminded them, promoted that. You know, we're going to talk to you this Wednesday morning. So you know, if you're just watching, you know, why don't you share this post on Facebook or YouTube? Click the share button. You know, start a watch party. And um, and you know, we will. Uh, if you have any questions for Leila, just t- type in the comment section, and we will uh, try and get her to answer some of your questions. So we're going to make this kind of casual, conversational, and interactive. All right. Yeah. Now, uh, Leila, tell us more about uh, your hometown, where you're from, and uh, what you miss the most. Hmm. I'm actually from this small town of Bau in Kuching, Sarawak, mm-hmm. and that's where I was born and also grow growing up until i was five years old hmm. and then uh what's what, the what, next what, is, what is Bao, what is Bao, uh, famous for besides pandalela rinong yeah is it famous <laughs> for anything besides pandalela rinong definitely used to, <laughs> used to be a gold mine oh ah. uh, yeah it used to be a gold mine so it looks like we found a gem in Bau, eh, Mark? <laughs> Definitely. I think we found gold. Eh. Hopefully, the next one is going to be a gold. Eh. Next, one. <laughs> next one is going to be a gold. <laughs> yeah, but also yeah. just to remind our viewers, I mean, if you're online, maybe you can do a shout out where you're from, what state are you from, anyone from Sarawak, just say, just uh, yeah, just, just do a shout out to, 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 to the people on the, your comment box, you know what I mean? We'd like to hear from you. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, then. Lena, your, your parents are, are still in Bao? And they are in Kuching right now. They're in staying, uh, living in Kuching. Yeah. yeah right. We've been moved out from Bau, uh, like maybe 10 years ago, I think. Eh? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Ah, I see, I see. Mm. What, what, what kind of kid were you? Were you like, uh, you know, you love to run around and, you know, I don't know, just tell us a bit about uh, growing up in Bau and uh, <laughs> what are the things oh, you okay. used to do? Uh, I used to tag along uh, with my brother. And he's usually the uh, plan maker and I just take, take along. <laughs> and when I was in the uh, kampong or village, uh, we used to, I used to hang out with my cousin and my brother mm. a lot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just to do some fun things after school. Mm. Um, so what yeah. are the fun you- things? Yeah. 
one of the fun things one of them are playing at the waterfall nice. <laughs> and, and and then climbing trees uh, uh. stealing fruits <laughs> <laughs> oh father is here so is that a confession now <laughs> oh my god no. seeing uh, talking with father right now it's like i'm doing a confession uh, don't worry uh. i think i think climbing trees stealing fruits we all did it i also did it when i was young so we all did it so, quite, quite a normal quite a normal thing so not to yeah. worry yeah all right that's great mm, yeah Mark? no i mean uh Sarawak, I mean, I've been to Sarawak a couple of times. I went to Dalat, you know, I mean, uh, Dalat, Sarawak, and uh, which is near uh, Muka, you know, uh, and, and filled uh, with rivers. There are lots of rivers and, and definitely, I mean, remember chasing chickens. I mean, our first time we were going to a kampong in the longhouse and stuff like that. And I remember also uh, the jetties, that's the, where people uh, do their business and all. And then uh, it's, it's a beautiful experience. I mean, stealing fruits, I think, is something very common, I believe, if you take a goat, go <laughs> So that, I think, I think uh, it's a pastime and uh, I think a fun hobby. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's, it's fun it, that time. <laughs> because it's a common thing, doesn't make it right either, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, confession. <laughs> I will be, I'll be, I'll be waiting to have you in confession, Mark. Soon, don't worry. <laughs> you know, uh, Leila, you said uh, climbing trees and all that, so obviously you're not afraid of heights. And uh, I think if I mm. listen back to some of your interviews, you said that you first dived into a pool even though you didn't know how to swim. Is that true? What do you yeah, tell us the story? It, it's very true, actually, because when I was small, my, my parents used to bring uh, my brother and I to the waterfall or river just to play, like having like a picnic, family picnic. And then even though I don't know how to swim at that time, my bro- uh, my father will just like, you know, like, how you say, carry me and like, trying throw to you in. Like, uh, yeah, not throw me in. <laughs> like, swim along with me, like, carrying me. Yeah, like that. Uh. That's wow. Cool. So, uh, so, um, so what happened? I mean, you, you dived into the pool. Uh, I think it was, was it at a camp or a school? And then that's how oh, you got so, chosen? Yeah. Uh, no. And, and then when I was, I think after we moved out from uh, Bau, which is also mm-hmm. my village, uh, I, I just uh, studied in this primary school in Kuching. And then one day, this one coach, uh, like uh, coming to my class and then selected few students for the aquatic sports. And then mm. we, I, and then I'm one of the selected. And then uh, I was asked to go for this swimming class three times a week. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just like follow follow her order. And then after, um, after few weeks of tra- uh swimming lesson, I think I was uh not really know how to swim well yet, but I tried to. Like because I was I saw this one tall building across the swimming pool and it's actually a diving platform. So I was very curious. So I asked this coach, uh this swimming coach, I asked her, can I try to jump on that uh platform? And then she said, Yes, well, yes, you can. But since because you cannot swim well yet, uh 
you have to wear this uh what do you call that uh flowers the clothes so i said yeah why not <laughs> because i'm also confident that she will catch me in the water mm. yeah. ah. and so i th- i think yeah. let me mm. just you were eight years old then right yeah yeah i was eight years old wow but wow so young but did you know that uh i mean when do you know that diving was your thing you know i mean like like something like a lot of people grew up they want to be footballers like i wanted to be a badminton player you know i would dream of playing badminton you know and and how do you know diving because diving is not something common for a lot of malaysians right yeah uh yeah actually at the time i think uh 20 years ago people don't even know what is diving yeah exactly <laughs> uh correct and then uh i think um What was the question again? <laughs> I mean, how do you know diving was your ah oh. your your yeah? I mean, was was the right cho- choice or was 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 something you wanted to do? Because yeah. Ah, oh. I think at that time I just uh take diving lesson as part of my curriculum activity. But after I trained for two to three years, I see some um positive change in me and also. Uh, I I build more confidence in myself uh, as I compete in the national levels, and uh-huh. I think uh, also because uh, from the support from my family and also my diving coach, uh, I felt that I can go for further. I I think you won your first medal at eleven years old. Do you remember that moment, that competition? Do you remember winning your first medal? I think it was national age group in Seremban. Yeah, that's where I that's where I won my first medal. It's a bronze medal. Wow, do you remember that yeah. feeling? What, what what did that feel like? <laughs> I uh I remember uh, I was very happy, and then uh I got like praises from my coach and also my teammates, and they said I can actually try to compete uh in Sukma, which is like mm. the national level. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. I think it's it's not not a sport that many people are inclined towards, is it? I mean, jumping off a a diving board, uh, you know, <laughs> the normal aquatics you hear you hear you look at the normal aquatics. There's more people, a lot of more people involved in those kind of events. I I mean, talk about diving. When I watch the Olympics, you know, there are a few things. I mean, I, sorry, but I don't know much about about the sport itself. You know, but I do watch it. <laughs> but the but the only thing you you look for on TV is that. Uh, how much your water splashes out? That tells you how good the person is. You know, I do not know about the 2.8 difficulty uh, or 3.0 difficulty. You know, the less water that splashes out, better the diver. So you know, so not many people follow, isn't it? That kind of sport. I think I don't know. I mean, there, uh, but it's interesting that you choose this sport. Ah mm. uh, yes, father. I think actually this sport found me. <laughs> because That's if that coach didn't come to my school, I wouldn't even know about diving. Also, wow. mm. That's God, God's blessing. I, I I look at it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but but a lot of people see that the the I mean the success you've been doing is like diving and getting the the medals and all. But a lot of people do not see the 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 heartaches which you go through or the way on terms of training. So maybe to the listeners out there, maybe could you share? When you were young until now, how is the training like? Because it's not so simple to be perfect when you dive. You know what I mean. So a lot of preparation is put to it. So how is your training like in every day? You know what I mean uh, for for preparing yourself. Ah, uh, 
yes, it's very true. You need like years and years of training in order to like compete for that like few seconds in front of uh in front of uh, the people. And to me, I think they said you need like ten thousand hours to perfect your skill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think I took more than that <laughs> to be where I am now. Yeah. yeah. And usually, I like normally. Um, I will train six days a week, uh, eight hours a day. Wow! So how many and times do you walk up and down? Wow! Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe more than one hundred in a day. Wow! Depends on yeah. Depends on the training also. Mm. You know, you know when when you talk about training, you know, like like father said, it's not a a, a usual sports like the aqua uh, swimming uh, events. I guess because mm. you got to do those acrobatic stunts and and all that, right? So I suppose what is the training? Yeah. You know, what is it? Is it about doing those acrobatic things, or I don't know what is the training for a diver? Uh it's basically like a combination of gymnastic, like gymnastic and swimming, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you have these acrobatic stunts and skills that you have to learn and mm -hmm. practice, and also, uh, yeah. And then, so are, are, are those are those gymnastic practices done in a gymnasium or all done in the pool? I mean, we oh, the, in diving we have uh, diving dry land and also diving pool. The dry land is where you do all the acrobatics, but you land on the mattress. Where else, oh. like in the pool, you land in the water. Mm. And also in mm. the dry land, you have this one harness. Uh, like the coach will pull you with this like um with this uh what do you call a rope that tie on your waist so that you can yeah. learn new skills or perfect your skills uh -huh. mm. okay. oh, i never knew that oh, maybe something <laughs> new i learned yeah. but also, uh, also i think uh, uh being where you are today i mean i know like we're swimming uh, I, I mean you have to repeat yourself many many times same as diving i believe up and down were they uh, parts before you became a malaysian champion and a, a global icon for diving where you wanted you felt like hey i wanted to quit were there like challenge moments where you felt like challenged and you had doubt? Oh, definitely. Especially when um, I failed to perform, if uh, when I was expected to deliver. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So what kept you going? Um, I think I take the failure as a one of the learning process for me and i take it as a valuable lesson for me to improve myself and to never repeat the same mistake mm. yeah. yeah maybe i just maybe um, just to move a little bit away from diving since we are catholics at home so i'll ask you i you mm. know I, I i came across at least was shown to me your posting when you were confirmed i think you were confirmed you said 2017 right you know, you had a very powerful message yeah, in your Facebook, your Facebook posting about your confirmation that this will make a difference. This will, you know, uh, lead you or spur you on. How how has your faith somehow accompanied you in this this journey of of diving? Oh, as you know, I was uh, I was born as a uh, Catholic, right? So my parents always uh, teach me that uh, before I start my training, I try to pray so that for my protection and also for my safety. So I practice it until uh, until I'm growing, growing up. 
yeah so but then i did i don't really practice like very deep into it but uh after um after some uh how do you say some special situation made me realize that i need to go deeper and learn more about uh, this catholic faith so that's that's why i uh, back in 2017, I decided to take this uh, confirmation class. Mm. Mm. Did you go through the whole process of the RCIA journey? Because uh, yes. you know you're you're traveling you're traveling traveling a lot, so I was just wondering how did you uh, go through the the process? Um, the RCIA actually helped me to like arrange a special class because I was while the the normal class i didn't attend because i was overseas competing so uh, on the special case they they did a special class for me and la yeah and i was the only one i think at the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah actually actually it's never easy i mean uh, if you're a sports person i believe i mean last time when i, I used to play for even slang or we travel to different states and then you play during the weekends, you know what I mean? And then uh, you you have to find time and then to, to go for mass and all. It's actually quite tough, you know? But, uh, but, yeah. but yeah. But for me, I mean, uh, yeah, I just want to ask. So before your dives, how do you, I mean, it gets very nervous, you know what I mean? Like I can imagine, you know what I mean? Uh, like sleeping at night and, and, and then the next day is the big competition. How do you calm your nerves and how do you prepare yourself mentally for, 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 for the situations like that? Praying, of course, Mark. Praying, she must pray before she dives. I'm sure she prays. <laughs> yeah, I pray before I dive, and especially I will pray very, very hard the day before the competition. <laughs> <laughs> so on the platform, you are saying your prayers like, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, talking about competitions and all that, uh, Leila, in 2012, you were the first Malaysian female to win an Olympic medal. First Malaysian female. You know, how did that make you feel? Uh, definitely very proud and very happy, not just for myself, but for also for the country. Because it's like, it's like a history for me and also for Malaysia. And I think it's one of the achievements that I will never forget. And since then, I, I'm sure because you won the first medal, uh, the expectations and probably the, the expectations of the nation started to to increase, to pile on you. And then you won the silver yeah. in the next Olympics. So, you know, how do you handle the pressure, I suppose? Yeah, actually, I was very grateful of this achievement because people are like, especially Malaysians, starts to know about this diving sport. And it's also helped me and also other athletes to get more exposure and more support from the nations, which we are all very happy and very proud also. Yeah. yeah. And you know that, uh, the next yeah, question is... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like Malaysia has got this this sports program. I know Bukit Jalil, I've met some students mm. from there, you know. Are there many yeah. who, are, who, are, who are taking up diving as a sport? I mean, have you, have you inspired other young people to come forward? Mm -hmm. um i think uh because diving i think until now is still not a curriculum sport yet like uh athletics or football right so um i hope that uh with more achievements to come there are more uh youth out there will be inspired to take up diving as a sport even though this sport can be quite scary 
<laughs> uh, you you wouldn't get me up uh, any any diving board to jump off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though these two guys may try to push me off, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but back to the the the, yeah. the, 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 the in it in its courage to learn this sport actually yeah. So father, you need courage, father. Have faith, father. <laughs> God is with you. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear. No, no, I'm just telling Father Clarence to have faith. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, even the temptation of Jesus when Jesus was asked to jump down the temple, he did not jump down. So I don't think I'm going to jump down ah. jump off any, yeah. any diving board soon. <laughs> But Lela, just for your for your second Olympics, <laughs> yeah, for the second Olympics you went, uh, were you expected? I mean, were you aiming for a gold or silver or bronze or how, what were your expectations then? Back then, all I did was I just hoped to do my best, and actually, I I expect uh, that I can perform. My personal best. I didn't think about the medal actually. As long as I perform my best and I did what I need to do, I'll be happy. And I will be happy with the result, no matter what medal it is. Wow, that that, that is so tough to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean to focus the mind during the moment. I, yeah, I, I you can't need. <laughs> yeah, you need to have this kind of balance. In order to be like you know, uh, be consistent, and also not to be how do you say, uh, be led by greed. Mm. Mm, that's true. Mm. So I suppose I mean apart from the actual training, I mean the the diving part of it, I'm sure you go other other kinds of training like you know to prepare your your mental state. Uh, I'm sure there's other things that you your coaches also help you with. You know, uh, apart from just jumping off a board and 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 kind of like you know fine tuning the skills but how do you prepare how do your coaches prepare you for for your mental strength do you do some special training for those kind of things ah uh, yeah i do some visualization for my diving technique and also uh meditation meditation hmm. like for the mental strength yeah and then uh extra for me i did some prayer like i pray the rosary like I try to pray almost every day, la, <laughs> so that I will be at peace during Thumbs training up. and also you. competition. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Do Do you have a special prayer when you're up on the diving platform? Do you have a special prayer that you say before you make a dive? Uh usually I will. Uh, I will say Hail Mary prayer first, and then I will go with my own. Uh, with I maybe my own prayer and what mm. I want to say to God, so mm. yeah. You know, uh, Leila, as a top athlete, you know, like like now, um, you're always traveling around and training. There's a lot of sacrifices, I'm sure, that you've made all those years. Uh, what are the things that you miss that you you cannot do often or you never do since you're you've been a top athlete? What what are the things that you miss? Yeah. Oh, I miss. I miss my freedom the most, actually. <laughs> the more, uh, the freedom that normal people can can do, but I cannot do. <laughs> That's what about things like time, celebrating your like birthday and all that. My time is very limited family. because I spend most of my time in training. Yeah. What about things like yeah, your birthday correct. and all that? Yeah. yeah. And do, also you, you because my parents uh, and my family. They uh, 
Pardon? Yeah, just some of the things that you miss uh, since you're traveling, you Hello? can't get to celebrate your... Yeah. Can you hear? Yeah, you can't get to celebrate your birthdays and all this uh, Easter and uh, stuff like that. Uh, occasions, special occasions. Yeah, you miss that spending time with your family? Uh, yeah, I miss that a lot. Like, like I moved out from Kuching back in 2007, I think, when I was 14 years old. So, hmm. like, I already missed, uh, like, maybe... 13 times or 13 birthdays with my family. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And usually so, I didn't even get to celebrate my birthday because I, it's either I was in during competition or I was traveling. Wow. So how many times do you go back uh, in one year to, to, to Sarawak? Uh, I used to go back like one or twice a year. But as I grow older, I get to go back often whenever I have um, some short break in between. That's nice. So tell so, us a little bit yeah. about, uh, everybody is talking about the Olympics, the Olympics being postponed now. Uh, I mean, we oh. do not know when the Olympics is going to be. Yeah. Uh, so what, what, what is your normal day like as you prepare for this competition? What, what do you do? What is your regular schedule like? Usually, like, uh, especially during Olympic year, I'll go to China for like, training camp like i will stay there for like maybe one to two months and then come back for a while renew my visa and then go back again and that's how it is because uh as you as you get near to the olympic uh olympics you need to be mentally and physically prepared because i believe all other athletes around the world are also ready to you know are ready to compete and to win that elusive medal so uh so in order to compete with them we also need to like uh level up our game plan something like that yeah and since olympic has been delayed to july next year yeah i, I think it's also a blessing in disguise for me as i get to have like one more year preparation to like maybe improve whatever that's lacking hmm. So do you all train with the Chinese athletes, I mean, who, who will compete in the Olympics or is it like a, you all have a separate camp and they have a separate camp? Uh, actually, we are not allowed to train with the, with the Olympic team, but we can train with other clubs. Like, ah, nice, yeah. Nice. What about That's your diet? Protocol. Mm. What about your diet, uh, Panelila, as a top athlete? Um, do you have a strict diet that you have yeah, to follow? Yeah, we have to follow. Yeah, we have this uh, diet uh, that we have to follow, which you cannot eat too much oil. Uh, too much of anything. Lah. The best, basically, balance is the key. You have to eat like all kinds of vegetables and fruits. Yeah, And also maintain your fat percentage. But you can increase your muscle. Muscle mass increase. <laughs> yeah. But not your no. fat. <laughs> so, Mark, that's, no. that's, not, that's not a sport for you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm sure, Leila, that's very hard to do because as Malaysians, we love our food. Now, let's say if you're not, if you're not um, following your diet, what Malaysian food do you like uh, to have? What's your favorite food? Mm, sambal petai udang. That's my wow. favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, kolomi, kolomi Sarawak. Oh, I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys you, tried that? Do you, do you cook? Me? 
Yeah. Yeah. I learned how I learned how to cook uh, during MCO. So one of the <laughs> dish that I learned to cook is sawak laksa, mm. and also, uh, yeah. And also chicken curry. <laughs> wow. All right. So, so when this MCU and CMCU all ended, uh, you can cook and invite the three of us to come and try your food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah not so confident. La. <laughs> <laughs> Scared not, uh, not up to your taste. <laughs> so where, where did you learn to cook? Uh, did, did you learn like um, from how your, your mother used to cook or do you follow YouTube videos? <laughs> Uh, my mom used to teach me how to cook like simple mm-hmm. dish like uh, cooking rice and also slice, uh, cut the chicken and fish. Mm-hmm. But then the recipe I learned through uh, YouTube and Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yes. In terms so, of, in terms of your, your sport, I think I was just thinking, you know, I mean, I don't like to use this word, but, you know, as you said, I mean, there are some sports that people consider as glamorous sports. You know, there's a bigger following. Uh, maybe diving has mm. got a very small following, uh, very kind of a niche kind of a audience. You know, if there are young people, you know, who would like to follow your footsteps, what, what would your advice be to them? I mean, how would you sell this sport to them? What would you say to them? Uh, I think for me as a diver. I really hope that people can try this sport because it's not only will boost your your courage but also will boost your confidence and it will this will also affect your daily life in a positive way and I think uh, of course at first if you want to try diving it will be very hard especially if you have the if you're afraid of height and and there's also some difficulty in learning the technique because it's, it's not really that easy to master. But I think uh, you really need to go f- to go to training every day. La. Just practice makes perfect. And never give up, actually. And also have confidence more in yourself. And also, uh, yeah, be, try to think positive. No, I'm sure, I'm sure many uh, young young people into diving uh, look up to you and follow you but what about you who are your inspirations when when you were young and and starting in your diving career who did you look up to who were your idols uh i look up to the overseas divers like uh if you know uh go jingjing from china she's the famous uh chinese diver <laughs> and yeah and then also olympics medalist yeah, and after yeah, that, I, I, I also yeah, I also look up to the U.S. diver uh, David Bodaya because he's also uh, having uh, uh, he's also the Olympic champion and also uh, Catholic, uh, Christian has this Christian faith. So you see, we all we all shaking our heads how ignorant we are of the sport, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I, I I remember very vaguely. There was a diver I remember watching. Was it Greg? Greg? Uh, Luginis. Oh yes, Luginis. Greg Luginis. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the only US diver. That's the only name I remember from watching TV. <laughs> Wait, at least you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so I, name, I, I just right? know one. Yeah. I just it's realized after legend. asking that question. 
I just realized after asking that question, I wouldn't know anybody that she's going to say. <laughs> the only diver, the only diver I know is Panda Leila Rinong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, but I'm, I'm not, impressed I... that father know about Greg Luganis. Yeah, because I remember growing up. Yes, I used to watch uh, the Olympics, and you know uh, that was the name that, and I think he won many medals. He he won many yeah. medals. He also cut yeah, his he head, father. Yeah, while diving, he did a spin and yeah. then, uh, yeah. So many of us remember that. Yeah. 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 After he hit his head, then he won the gold medal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't try the same, Leila. Don't try the same. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Definitely, I will be more careful and then yeah. pray for protection and for my safety first. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it would seem to me now that this sport, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's dominated by by the Chinese divers. Am I right, or I, I'm I, I'm not too sure? It seems to be very mm. popular. Yeah. yeah, it seems to be doing very well. Is there some secret? Well, how come they are doing better than many other countries? Uh, yeah, because they have this uh, big pool of talent, and like for example, in one club, they are they are like maybe more than ten potential divers that can basically participate they are qualified enough to participate in the olympics and then in one and then there's more than five clubs in one state you know so it's like a big pool of talents mm. so do that's, have, that's why have, the more the, the more like the talents the more competitive it is uh, unfortunately we not we don't really have enough <laughs> Yeah, it's like maybe one state, one club, one, one state, one team, something like that. But not every, not every state at all. Yeah, just like few states. Mm. So for this coming uh, Olympics, what 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 would it be your your goal this time around? I mean, uh, yeah, how how is your mindset prepared? I oh, mean, what 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 yeah, what do you look for? Uh, I look for is like I always do is to just perform my best and then hope for the best. <laughs> mm. That's good. Yeah. The, and the, the, does your mm. family uh, travel with you for the big competitions? Do they come and watch you live? Yeah, uh, my mom went to watch me competing in London uh, Olympics. And then after that, four years, uh, my, my parents and my brother uh, watched me competing live in Rio Olympics. Hmm. Yeah, so is, they is, also is, will uh, come to KL and then watch my competition, uh, national competitions. Is it better for you when they are there with you? Um, 50-50. I'm excited, <laughs> but at the same time, quite nervous also. You know, the like as a as a child, you're also like quite nervous that you're when you're keep being, uh. Like when your parents keep looking at you, <laughs> and yeah. then you are kind of scared that you do some make some mistakes, right? Yeah. 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 But what what's it what is it like being in the Olympic Village? You see so many athletes around you. It can be quite overwhelming, isn't it? I mean, you have being part of that large population of of top sports people. Yeah, it's very overwhelming. Especially you get to meet all these stars that you will only get to meet in the uh, social media back then. Yeah, then you get to see them live. Like me, I get to uh, meet Novak Djokovic, the tennis mm. player. 
Wow. Well, I was very happy at that time, <laughs> very excited, <laughs> and also some other stars, and also our when uh when we get to hang out with the uh fellow athletes also also is a valuable and also memorable experience for me. You know, talking about the Olympics, right? Uh, I can't remember which Olympics it was, but weren't you the flag bearer for Malaysia in one of the Olympics? Yeah, it was in 2012 Olympic Games in London. How how is that? It looks very heavy. <laughs> was it very heavy? Yeah, it's actually quite heavy. <laughs> Maybe like uh five kg, I think, five kilos. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. if I if I remember, you had a shoulder problem at that time or something. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Actually, like few few months back, I got these shoulder injuries from my diving training, and I was very and my coach and I was very worried that um, I wasn't able to hold the uh, the flag, and also, uh, and I also I worried that I might like how you like slip while or like fall <laughs> while holding the flag so there's a lot of overthinking there <laughs> yeah. but, well, looks, but I'm, looks, yeah looks like kevin is your number one fan he knows everything he knows a lot of things about you what you know wow kevin very <laughs> impressed i i was a sports journalist father and also her fan lah but sports journalist <laughs> we have to know we have to know oh. all these things <laughs> ah, okay, okay okay that's something i didn't know all ah, right yeah. okay so so next year's Tokyo. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, when you go for Tokyo, I mean, you'll be competing in your third Olympics. Not many people have competed in three Olympics. You know what I mean? And if you win another medal, I think you will be. I think Lee Chong Wei. Lee Chong Wei may be the one yeah. who won three. You know what I mean? So you will be. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you and him will be the only people I think who have won three different Olympics. So, yeah, mm. wow. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's a, a great uh, thing to achieve. No pressure. No oh. pressure, Leila. <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> uh, actually, it was also one of my teammates, Leong Muni also. She's, if, if she gets to, uh, this will be like, Tokyo Olympics will be her, I think, uh, fifth Olympics, I think. Yeah. Fifth? Wow. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kevin, I think we have a lot of people also. I mean, uh, Lela, we would like to share you what the wishes uh, from, from fans, you know I mean? So, if any questions or wishes for, for Lela, Please put it in the comment below, and I think yeah, we will we will we will display it. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the fans involved. Uh, so this is from Kim. Yep. What did Kim say, Mark? So very congrats, Pandalala. I'm always a great fan of, and of your achievement. I have a newspaper cutting article pinned up on her place. She's wow. so proud of you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I can see that she like. She put, she typed there, Pandai and Lela. Pandai and Lela. Fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do, do you have any type, nicknames? Uh, my mom used to call me Nong. Because no? short form for Rinong. La. My full name ah. is Pandai Lela, Rinong, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. My, my, fam, uh, my nickname in the family is Nong. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so we have Windy always trust in Mother Mary's miracle, Dayong. Dayong, what, mm. what does that mean? Dayong, Dayong is like girl, girl ah. in the Dayong. Ah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we are learning a lot today. Yeah, you guys oh, learning with Dayong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
When she Molly. dives, my heart, my heart dives too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you oh. know. <laughs> oh, that. You know when that's when actually when actually my godmother. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Say hi. Molly, Say hi to her. That's my godmother. <laughs> She's from yeah. SFX, yeah. right? Is she from uh, SFX? Hi, Gokma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's from SFX. And she actually helped me a lot uh, in walking this faith. Yeah. Mm, yeah I, I really appreciate her a lot. <laughs> I love you, Gokma. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Um, shout out to Auntie Molly. <laughs> Gokma, Gokma. Gokma, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> we have a message from Lucy. Well done, Leila. You're a great example and inspiration to young people, especially to those who are facing challenges in life. Wishing you the very best. Thank you, Lucy. You know, I'm sure, uh, Leila, you've going oh, through this. Thank you very much. Yeah, going through this, Leila, you've got a lot of uh, life messages. You know, what is the life message that you've picked up throughout this journey of your mm. of your sporting career? Any uh, any life messages for life you? Life message like hmm. uh, for like, me like like uh, your yeah. like your motto like your motto or something. Oh, my motto is to never give up in achieving your dream. Hmm. Whatever it is, never give up, and always think positive and try your best, hmm. and also keep working hard. Right, That's Mark. Great. You can get you can get back to playing badminton soon. Come on, yeah, <laughs> never give up. Just the don't eat a lot of oily food. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe better than oily blend. And also to so, think positive. Yeah. <laughs> think positive. <laughs> so we have a question here. Uh, what is your best score? And are you mm. con con confident to improving that in uh, Tokyo? Oh, my best score is 385. Wow. Uh, which I earned back in 2015. Yeah. So I'm, mm. I really uh, want to break that target soon and hope that I can make it happen in Tokyo 2020. Awesome. Oh, sorry. Tokyo 2021. 2021. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Of course, I mean, I mean we, we yeah. wish you... <laughs> Uh, a good good Olympics, but you know I can't help but wonder, but especially with sports people, you know, uh, what 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 are your dreams after when you know after when you stop competing? Yeah. Uh, what would you like to do? I mean, what what would you like to in, in, occupy yourself with? We're not asking you to stop. Don't worry. We're just asking. You know, at some point, I'm sure you know, uh, competition may not okay. be the priority. Uh, I think as an athlete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, but I think, but I think as a sports person, uh, I think I will never get away from sport. And my dream is to still to contribute back something to the sport, to Malaysian sport especially, because I can see a lot of potential and also a lot of positivity by participating in sport. Which also, which also can also improve your physical and mental health as well. So I think uh, relations should uh, participate and also engage in physical uh, and also sport activities more often. 
So maybe we can look forward to a Pandalela diving school. <laughs> maybe uh, just academy, for academy. <laughs> so that it happened. <laughs> just a silly question: Do they have a, like a like a statue of you somewhere in your in in Sarawa or something like that? Oh no, no, in, in no! Gotcha, yeah? <laughs> I think a street. Uh, it would be quite weird. <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get let's get a petition a street name. Uh, maybe a street name. Let's, let's get a street name uh, going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I leave that to other people. <laughs> well, I suppose uh, Leila is a diver. Uh, bungee jumping and skydiving is not a problem for you. Have you ever done that? Uh, I tried bungee jumping, but I never tried sky jumping before because. Uh, in my contract, I'm not allowed to do dangerous activity that might affect my sport. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> so and you consider try, bungee jumping try that not... after <laughs> after I retire, maybe. <laughs> bungee jumping is not dangerous? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's a daredevil father. Uh, sorry, can you repeat? Right. I said, I said you, you were saying that, you know, you're not allowed uh, to do skydiving, but bungee to jumping... To me, bungee jumping is like very easy. It's like... Easy, huh? <laughs> like oh, I, easy. <laughs> I, I, I think you have, you have more faith than I do. <laughs> we'll have to say more prayers when we do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bungee jumping is, is easy. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think diving is more scarier than bungee jumping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Leila, tell us about uh, some of your other interests. I mean, uh, maybe like music. Uh, I hear you like yeah. some. You like K-pop music or something. Who are your favorite artists or bands? Oh, I like K-pop <laughs> and also some hmm. Hollywood. But uh, my favorite artist is Big Bang from the K-pop. Big, Big Bang. Oh. Yeah. Father, I don't know who that is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> totally blank. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> no, no, not even one name springs up from K-pop for me. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of song do you like, Father? Oh, uh, I, I, you know, in my generation is like a different kind of music. You know, the 90s. <laughs> 2000 that kind of you know uh, oh. uh slow slow rock music yeah okay oh. i mean this is not like the shout out to any station but if you want to know what kind of music i listen to in my car it's it's light fm so you know what kind of music oh. i like yeah so oh, okay okay <laughs> the relaxed kind ah yeah. yeah things that are not yeah, so stressful okay. yeah so leila if if you were not a diver, what do you think you would, would have become as your career? Mm, well, I remember when I was in primary school, teacher used to give this homework, right? Like mm -hmm. asking, what's your ambition? Mm -hmm. I think you guys also have this kind of homework. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think I remember that I put number one ambition is to be a doctor. And then mm -hmm. second one is to be a, a, an air stewardess. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> because I used well. to envy my cousin. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to envy my cousin that get to travel by plane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But maybe well, I, now I, you, tra- you travel more than her, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and you get to stay longer yeah. in different places. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, I I was an air steward before, and and when I was when sure. I was on the plane on flight, whenever we had celebrities or sports people coming on the plane, we always go to them and get their autograph and uh, you know pictures with them. So I'm sure you get a lot of that kind of attention when you go on the plane, huh? Oh yeah, I also get this kind. Uh, like uh, there's one time that uh, this air steward come to me and said, "I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, I hope you can do well in your competition." It's really hit me and I feel very, very happy because there's people that come to me and say it in front of my face. So I was very, sometimes, somehow it touched me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think the one thing about, about sports, you know, is that it's able to unite people. You know, you, you notice that, you know, whenever there's a Malaysian taking part in a particular sport, everybody's, you know, uh, is, yeah. is behind Malaysia. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite interesting actually I mean just one experience I remember I mean many of you already know that you know uh, I'm a big Man United fan I remember when Man United came here <laughs> to play you know against the Malaysian team somehow at the end of it you know the Malaysians were all supporting for the Malaysian team and not even the club so I think you know sport somehow unites us eh? that's the beauty of sport uh, that can bring us together yeah true yeah and that's one of my dream also to inspire others and to inspire each other to be a better human being. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and also to be and humble. More. Yeah, I think you know. What I mean, a lot of sports people. I mean, uh, a lot of them sometimes they, they don't want to take pictures with the fans and stuff like that. So it's great to see you always uh, receptive <laughs> towards uh, people coming to to take photos with you or speak to you. I think that that is a, a very good example for for other sports people. Hmm. Well, we are coming up to. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> we're coming up to the end of the show, so let's just get more. Uh, any more uh, wishes for Pandalela on the show from our viewers? Uh, Deacon has a question. What would you say to Catholic youths to encourage them in faith? For the Catholic youths, what what would you? What's your message to them, Leila, to encourage them? Mm, I think uh, based on my experience, after I got this confirmation, I actually got tested big time <laughs> like i faced a lot of obstacles that like i never imagined but then um, every time this kind of challenge happened i just pray that i just pray to god and just talk to god because sometimes it's very hard to talk to the people and so all i can do is just talk to god to god and then eventually i feel at peace and also i feel more motivated to go and face the challenges. So I hope that for the youth out there who's practicing uh, Catholics to also have the same faith or, or bigger faith and always believe in yourself and know that you are never going to walk alone. <laughs> you will always walk with God. Father, do you hear that, Father? Oh, wow. <laughs> Why you said the wrong word? Why? Why you said that? <laughs> you will never walk alone. Why? <laughs> Mark is the only Liverpool fan here. That's, that's, that's the final word. I guess Mark is going to cut us off after this. <laughs> you know, I was speaking about confirmation, uh, Leila. Uh, you have to choose yeah. a saint's name when you get confirmed. Did you choose any saint's name or 
which is your saint? Uh, I think I already got a saint name when I was born, like when I was baptized. Yeah, uh, it was Teresa. I was Teresa. given Teresa. Yeah, oh, right. Teresa. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you so know something which Teresa? That, something that I think I, this is an exclusive uh, revelation, isn't it? Of our readers, I think nobody yeah. has heard your name Teresa being associated with Teresa. It's a nice yeah. name. Yep. Another uh, comment from Ashley. Describe yourself in three words. God bless and all the best in Tokyo. Love you. <laughs> Describe yourself uh, in three words. Thank you. Um, I would say shy. <laughs> shy. Um, hardworking. And sometimes uh, <laughs> I wish that uh, what, uh, <laughs> like to laugh a lot. <laughs> like to laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have added the word discipline. I think you know to be in a professional sport, you need a lot of discipline. I guess you know mm -hmm. sacrifices that you make, a lot of sacrifices. You know. Family, yeah. food, uh, you know, all the other things that come along being in a disciplined sport. Yeah, that's a, it's a nice thing to have in many ways. And courageous mm. father. She can do bungee yeah. jumping. <laughs> like <Yeah, laughs> yeah, easily. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so once again, uh, Padalila, thank you very much for yeah. being on our show today. Uh, we certainly hope you will come back, you know, come back on our show, keep us updated in your career, in your journey. And also, like uh, Mark said at the start of the show there, you know, we, we're looking for all these role models in our Catholic faith. And certainly, if you can come back and join us and, you know, uh, spread more inspiration to the youth and all that, we would certainly love that and love to have you back on the show. Yes, definitely. And thank you for having me. Yeah. And for thank hearing about my stories. Thank you very much, Leila. Pleasure meeting you. Wish you all the best yeah, yeah. Uh, for your preparations for Tokyo 2021. Okay. And we'll be Thank looking you very much. We'll, we'll be cheering for you. Yeah, Definitely. and please pray for me also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. That, that... <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, speaking about uh, prayers, as usual, we like to conclude with a prayer. So uh, before we do our final uh, goodbyes, uh, Father, would you like to say a closing prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your graces. We thank you for this opportunity for us to be able to share and listen to Leila, her faith experience, her sporting life. We pray for her today in a very special way. We pray for all sporting personalities in Malaysia, all those who engage in, in sports. May they be truly ambassadors of unity for our country ambassadors of peace to the world also. And so bless each one of us that in our own way, we too may contribute to this unity that we all long for. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Amen.
All right, that's today's episode. Don't forget to watch our previous shows on Facebook. Don't forget to share this episode. You know, for those of you who couldn't make it for a live show, it'll be on our Facebook page, Catholics at Home Podcast, also on YouTube. And soon uh, on Spotify, we'll put a recording there. So please do share this with all your family and friends. You know, it's not often that we get a sporting icon on our show. So this is going to be a really special show. Uh, so just share this out to all your friends and family. Once again, thank you so much, uh, Pandalela Rinong. I'm Kachang Kevin on behalf of my co-host Mark Darren Lee, Father Clarence and Layla. Stay safe and healthy and we'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Okay. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>